Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Welcome, everybody. It's 105 at Edmonton. Number, number two, Oilers Now. Uh, we updated you on Oilers practice where today... Connor McDavid, who is part of the 2015 World Junior Championship team, and uh, Leon Dreisettle were split up at practice. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who was cut in his draft year uh, by the World Junior team, and then had 27 points in his next five games uh, for the Red Deer Rebels, and then ended up representing Canada. Was it two years? It was two years later, uh, right? Because in his first year, he played the entire season in the NHL. Next year, we had the lockout in 12 13. And we talk about the World Juniors because coming up uh, in about. Uh, 52 seconds time. The head scout of Hockey Canada, Brad McEwen, will join us to talk about uh, the World Junior Camp, which is about to take place. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location, Digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, you can text us at any time, 780-496-0063. It is brought to you by... Ashley Fine Floors. Ashley Fine Floors has more for your floor. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Visit the Edmonton South Downtown Northside and Sherwood Park locations. All right, as promised, we head off to our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. And we welcome back to the show the head scout uh, for Team Canada for the upcoming World Junior Championship. And that is Brad McEwen. Hey, Brad, how are you? Great, Bob. Yeah, thanks for taking time to join us here. Uh, well, uh, you guys announced the the camp, or I guess the 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 the, uh, the selection camp roster about a week and a half ago or a week ago. You've added one player since then. Uh, I know Brendan mentioned it earlier in the show, but the Detroit Red Wings have loaned uh, a guy that uh, probably can certainly play at minimum in a sort of a third-line role, uh, but uh, Joe Valeno to the team. So how many guys have you got uh, rolling in to compete for the spots? Uh, right now we've got 17 here, 17 forwards, yep. uh, 10 D-men and the four, four goaltenders, and then Joe makes us uh, uh, 18. Um, Aiden Dudas from Owen Sound uh, has has an injury that uh, 
we're going to work through here this week and to see what his availability will be. Um, so he's a little bit on the shelf, so he's got to take that into consideration. So right, we've got 16 forwards ready to go for camp, uh, and then Joe is 17 and Aiden is, is 18 in terms of the injury. So we're in good shape, uh, lots of good options. We feel good about our group. Uh, and excited to get going. The guys are just getting into Oakville today, uh, going through all the medicals and meetings, and then we uh, head to the rink and get the first practice going. All right. Well, this show is called Oilers now, so you can well imagine where the next two questions are going to uh, come from. Uh, we'll start in goal. Olivier Rodrigue, a second-round pick of Edmonton back in the 2018 draft. Uh, this is not his first rodeo with uh, uh, the Canadian uh, program. Uh, is you know the numbers are a little deceptive just because of save percentage in the Quebec League, but is is Olivier poised to uh, to compete for? Because you'll probably just keep the two goaltenders, right? So is he is he in a pretty good spot here to uh, to to claim a spot here with your group? Yeah, I, I think he is, uh, and and we are going to take three over okay. to Europe uh, because it is in Europe. So we want to take the extra guy just to. Uh, in case of injury or whatever, uh, how that'll be worked upon over the next week or so will be, you know, within our group and decisions made. But Olivier's had a real good resume with uh, with our national teams, uh, right through right through U17s, U18s. Uh, he, you know, he's been one of those guys that have been at every step, and and her, has certainly played well and reliable for us anytime he's got an opportunity to play. So. We're excited about that, and experience does matter. I mean, he's he's been on, uh, he's been in Europe and played on the bigger ice and and those types of things. So, uh, um, you know, I certainly think he's 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 right in there. And uh, but at the end of the day, we, we feel good about our four goalies. Uh, they're all have really trended well the last six weeks. They're all playing well. So it's uh, you know as as you would hope uh, at this stage, um, there's going to be some real battles and. Uh, but certainly resume and, and body of work. I mean, you take all those things in when you when you make decisions. Yeah, now he is the smallest, uh, at least height-wise, of the four, four guys you got in. But I think you'd agree with me. The game's kind of changed a bit to the, the more athletic goaltenders anyways, hasn't it? Certainly has at the NHL level. Yeah, no, I think it has. And, and you know what? With Olivia, he plays, I think, a bigger game. Like he really there's uh, good body control. Uh, he doesn't, you know, it, it, when he is down in the butterfly, he maintains some size. He he really understands, like, probably of the goalies, he may be the most technical uh, guy. He's really been well-schooled. I mean, obviously, with his father and, uh, and everything else, he, he's, he's really sound in the way he plays the position. Got to ask you, uh, I mean, Lloydminster, Alberta's Ty Smith, uh, He's to me, he's about as much of a... Is it fair to say he's pretty much a slam dunk to be on the team? I think so. I mean, he's a veteran guy, and the experience that he has, same thing with his background and resume, is that, you know, he's played at all our levels and been a key guy in every situation throughout the level. So, yeah, I think it's pretty safe probably to say that he's, he's going to be there. And again, you, whenever you have... 
the few returning guys that you do have, especially this level, I don't think that I, it's so valuable to understand the tournament and understand the month's journey that the team goes through. And uh, as much as he's a good player, that that experience really uh, matters also. Uh, I watched the. Uh, I think I saw four of the six uh, Canada Russia series with respect to three leagues. Uh, the WHL Bowen Byram to me is a very intriguing look. He's the fourth overall pick. He's an electrifying player, unbelievable in three on three and overtime in the WHL. I mean, last year I think he scored six or seven goals that way. Colorado's got an absolute. This is a special player we're talking about, isn't it? You know what? He's and we talk about it quite a bit. He just has that swagger. Uh, he, he lives for the moment. Uh, he's not afraid of the moment. Um, and we're excited about getting in here and, and seeing where he goes. I mean, you know, his year to date and, and things that they seem to be in Vancouver really had to retool this year and they're still finding their way. But uh, he, he came and played in the Russia series and I, I thought was so good. And again, really good when it mattered. Um, like he just his game just got better as the game went along, and it was tight. To, to you know, having Dale on the bench, Dale Hunter, our head coach, on the bench for all the games, you know, you could see who he kind of gravitates to throughout the the three leagues, and certainly uh, Bo was put in a situation to to drive some things, and uh, you could see that Dale had a comfort level with him already. We're joined right now by Hockey Canada's Brad McHugh and Bob Stauffer with you in Oilers now. Is it is the lefty-righty thing on defense less of a concern on an international ice surface, Brad? You know what? For us, I don't think it's as much. Uh, but certainly, you know, it's, it's been a talking point. Uh, we're in a pretty good shape uh, with this group because it just works out that we've pretty much got a balance. Uh, so, again, it's, it's, you know, it's in marks and... And Dale and our coaching staffs, uh, you know how they see it moving forward. But it, it hasn't been a major talking point uh, to date. Um, and certainly, we've you know we've gone through the roster and in the planning and all that. So you know we've had lots of discussions about how the roster makeup, the roster build is going to happen. And it, it hasn't it hasn't certainly dictated our conversation. It's interesting because Thomas Harley was invited out of Mississauga's father Brian was a third-string goaltender at Alberta about, uh, well, about 25 years, 30 years ago now when I was doing the yeah. game. So interesting that he ended up suiting up for Canada. I want to switch focus here and, and talk a bit about the forwards because there's another oiler sort of in the mix there, and that's Raphael Lavoie. And back to the uh, the series against, I thought again for the two games against Quebec League, uh, I thought Raphael was the best forward. Uh, he, he, he had a strong showing for me in, in those two games. Six foot four, too. He's a bigger ball. He can really shoot the puck. Uh, what's your and again another guy that's been involved in your programs over the years? Yeah, he has, and again he's had you know he's had success scoring. You look at uh, Raf's uh, upside and his package, and, and it does get you excited. Um, you know the big thing with him is that you know he's got to stay active in the play. You know he's got to do some predictable stuff. Uh, uh, he's got to stay engaged. Uh, you know, a lot of young guys just you know, stay in the moment, uh, stay consistent. It's, you know, we look at it, a lot of it uh, with the consistency. It's seven games. That's what the tournament and playoffs are. It's seven yeah. games, and it's not a six-month season. You know, we need guys that are reliable, and and uh, the the coaches can count on every single night for seven nights. Um, 
and he and he brings so many qualities. Uh, but he's got to come and earn his way. You know, there's 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 we have good skill throughout. But when you see that big body, and, and you're right, I thought he played uh, real well. He produced offensively in the Russia series. Uh, in the summer, uh, a little more up and down, yep. but in the Russia series, he was he was good. And and now it's a matter for the coaches. You know, where would he fit? And how would he be utilized power play wise? You know, so now you know those are the discussions that happen over the next four days and into the sport games. And and again, you know, it's body of work. It's not as much. I mean, you need to play well with U sport. There's no question about it. But but. You've got to take in the body of work also and, and consider everything when we're making the final decisions. It's interesting, Brad, because uh, similar preliminary sort of top ten lists did not have Quentin Byfield at number two, and I'm like, am I missing something here? Like, to me, Byfield should be pushing Lafreniere for number one, six yeah. foot four, because he, and you can maybe educate our listeners, this guy, this guy's a special skater for a man that size. And I remind people, he's six foot four, and he's having an unbelievable year yeah. this year in the OHL, isn't he? Yeah, well, it really is. Like yeah, this kid is, is something to behold. When you look at the package and the centerman, and he skates and he and he works. You know, he doesn't cheat the game. Uh, he's a major driver for the Sudbury team in terms of offense and. Uh, you know, I, as much as uh, I love Lafreniere, I've been around him an awful lot and, and watched him and, and his game. And but it's uh, it's a little bit of a buyer's choice, you know, in terms of a Byfield and a Lafreniere and some other guys are in the discussions. Uh, but boy, oh boy, this guy's a big, strong young guy that uh, that can play the game, has really good hands, and you know, we're looking to again, we're excited to getting him here and seeing where uh, where he possibly could fit. I mean, for us, for our team, is he a centerman this year or a winger uh, as we go through the trial process? And we got to get a feel for things. Again, traditionally, this tournament has been an older. Yes. An older, but, but you look at our roster, uh, you know, we really put the roster together with best player in mind. Uh, and you look at other countries lately, the last few years, and they've had success with younger guys. And I, I think... In my opinion, we need to bring the what we consider the best players, and then piece it together. and And certainly, Quinton is uh, one of those guys that's just such an exceptional player, and he got a good taste of it in, in the Lincoln Gretzky over in Europe this year, and got a little bit of taste of the big ice. And you know, he needed he needs to learn a little bit from that of how he can be a little more productive, and I, I know he has. Uh, so um, we're looking to forward to getting him here and to see uh, if he could fit in. Well, I, you know, Brad, I'm sitting here. I mean, it's uh, – so you got you got Byfield and, and you got Lafreniere, but there's a couple other guys that are draft eligible as well. Uh, I mean, Cole Perfetti is, is a, yeah. a really skilled offensive player. Uh, and then Dylan Holloway out of uh, out of Wisconsin, you know, is is a, a late birth date. Another guy that's eligible in twenty, so he's a little bit older. Uh, I mean, these guys have to merit consideration. Don't I? I, I, I don't oh. know what's what's the most uh, draft eligible forwards hockey. I'm just trying to think off the top of my yeah. head. Yeah, you know, like you could have I, four I, guys. I, yeah, we could. I know this group, and I don't have a number on the other question, but I know this group is the youngest or most draft-eligible guys that have ever been invited. Uh, but that's just the age group. You know, that's just that's just the way it worked out, right? It wasn't planned. Right. Uh, 
to make all the scouts happy, uh, just the way it was in terms of uh, who we believe can give us the best options and the best options to win. And, and I agree with uh, Dylan. I, you know, I've seen him live again this year and had him in the program and the way he skates. And Perfetti, is, his vision and his small area play is exceptional. You know, I, you know, people talk about his skating and this and that. I, you know, I think he's a good skater. Maybe a little more pace, and we'll see that over the next week. But this kid's a special player also. His vision and his ability to create offense is second to none. And then even, you know, the Dawson Mercer from Drummondville, uh, uh, Connor Zary, who is a late ad, Jacob Pelche, unfortunately got a concussion uh, last Thursday. And we replaced uh, Jake with... Uh, with Connor and, and Connor's having a tremendous year. He's a late birthday uh, 01. So uh, another guy that, even though he's a replacement, I, I think he has great uh, great opportunities. A competitive player. He's he's got skills. So um, it's a good group, real good young group. And uh, and again, it's we get on the ice this afternoon later, and uh, it's going to be fun to see how it. Uh, all kind of gets pieced together. Couple quick hitters just to wrap up, Brad. Uh, Dylan Cousins, he's a center or right wing for you guys? You know what? Good question. Um, I think he's going to start at center, uh, but you know we know that he can be successful on the wing. So yeah, again, it gives it gives Dale and the coaching staff a good uh, a good uh, opportunity and good option. So. I believe he's starting the center, and then we'll kind of take it day to day to see where we need him. And Brad, uh, I don't know if you heard, but Boquist got recalled by Chicago, who've got some injuries, uh, and of course, out of the orders, there's you've got Broberg that's already been named to Sweden's team. Yeah. And I bring up Chicago because they have Fort Saskatchewan's Kirby Doc, uh, who scored a shootout goal the other night. He's actually doing. If you do a comparative between Doc and Hughes, I'd suggest you. And I do. I'm a believer that Doc is going to uh, long term be a more impactful forward than Hughes because of the size. Has Stan Bowman given you guys any input? Like, is it complete? No chance he's being yeah. a lone back, or what's going to happen there? Yeah, I mean, we haven't heard totally no, <laughs> but uh, I, I think when you look, you know, just he's playing every night. You're looking at the minutes, his usage. Um, you know. Uh, as much as we would love to have him, obviously, and he'd be such a big part, uh, you know, I, he's playing a pretty significant role uh, with Chicago, so we obviously get it. But we haven't been totally told no. So, uh, like you say, unless somebody says absolutely, we'll just kind of cross our fingers and see where it goes. But we are realistic, and hey, he's having a tremendous year, and, and good for him. So, we'll have to just, you know, we'll keep asking and, and see uh, where it goes. And as the unofficial president of the University of Alberta fan club, my preference would be that you guys would just play the Bears. But there's six Bears this year with the uh, with the uh, with the U Sports uh, All Star team. They're going to give you guys a game, aren't they? Oh, they sure are. Uh, between them and UNB, uh, I think that's over half their team right there. The two guys, the two programs that are pretty successful. So, uh, but you know, I, knowing a lot of those guys uh, through my experience with CHL. And, uh, they're a really good team. The last two years that we've done this, with with, with my experience, is that they brought really good teams. Last year they beat us uh, in the three games, and uh, it's it's a great evaluator for us. Yeah. Uh, and they they play the right way, they play hard, and, and it's exactly what we want. So uh, this year is going to be no different. Well, uh, next year the event is in Edmonton. The Holinka is in Edmonton. Brad, we're going to be talking a lot over the course of the next uh, fifteen months. Best of luck. All right. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Appreciate it. You bet. That's Brad McEwen from Hockey Canada. He is their head scout. World Juniors getting rolling here.
Oilers uh, are going to be interested to see. I think Rodrigue's going to be the number one goaltender. Uh, Lavoie, I, I think, has got a pretty good chance to be on the team. 123 in Edmonton. When we get back, uh, we are going to... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hook up with uh, the injury report for friends at James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. That's right. Nugent got cut the year he tried out for the uh, World Junior Team. Uh, that would have been the 2011 team. Then he went back to Red Deer, and if I'm not mistaken, had 27 points in his next five games. Then he went to the, because uh, we broadcast the red and white game for the World Juniors, Jack Michaels and myself, in uh, August of 2011. Uh, and then Nugent Hopkins made the Oilers and had 52 points in 60 ga- uh, 62 games in 11-12. Then we had the lockout year, so he ended up being the captain the next year of the World Junior team, and they crashed out uh, fourth. Now, that was when Ryan Murphy, right shot defenseman. Brendan, I don't know if you know this, but... Uh, hated him. <laughs> Just watching him as a player. He wanted everything going through him. He wasn't. He was a Carolina first-round pick. He wasn't that good, and he demanded the puck, and it was driving me nuts, and then uh, Nachushkin walked him. Uh, I believe it was Nachushkin. Uh, walked him to, to beat Canada in overtime for the Boron's medal game. And then Yakupov was dancing around. I'm just like, oh, kid. Murphy was a Kitchener Ranger. Is he that right? was a Kitchener. Yeah. Hated him. Absolutely hated him. All right. Uh, 126 at Edmonton. Uh, let's get to our injury report for James H. Brown injury lawyers. When I, right now, if Jack Michaels were driving, he'd be laughing. Uh, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Here's Brendan Escott. All right. Well, Flyers forward Travis Konechny has a concussion and is out indefinitely. And check this out. If this isn't a reflection of how young the league has become, I'm really not sure what is. Konechny's teammate, Joel Farabee, had his wisdom teeth out and didn't practice today as a result. 38-year-old Sens goaltender Craig Anderson hit the IR. We'll miss. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, I've had root canals in the morning and brought I've had root canals in between the show and the pregame show and broadcast games at night. Of course, most nights I talk like I got marbles in my mouth anyway, so it wouldn't have been noticeable. All right. So it's not an age thing is what you're trying to say. Yeah, okay. Uh, Craig Anderson, it's an undisclosed injury for him. He will be out at least a week. Avalanche defenseman Kale McCarr, goaltender Philip Grubauer, both day-to-day. McCarr with an upper body, Grubauer lower body. Ducks forward Nick Ritchie will miss six to ten weeks. He suffered an MCL sprain against Washington on Friday. And Patrice Bergeron will return for the Bruins tonight. He has been out since November 23rd with a lower body issue. There you go. Uh, that is uh, Brendan Escott. It is 128 in Ebony. We're going to head off to a Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. Come back with uh, Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.